Natalie. Hi. We're doing this. Welcome to our first ever podcast. So what did we decide we're going to call this? <laughs> With the S first. <laughs> sweatpants. Sweatpants, blazers, and heels. Sweatpants, blazers, and heels. Welcome, welcome. SBH. I kind of like that. I do. SBH. That was good. Yeah. So we are coming to you from uh, my dining room table, and we've got a fire roaring in the background. It's very homey in here. And we have a dog talking to us through the window. Today, Tracy tells us that we're going to just introduce ourselves. Who are we going to know who we are? Who are we? I don't know. I'm wondering this question lately. Oh, I love you. (laughs) Oh, the things that make up our identity. Isn't that an interesting idea? Okay, so when I first suggested this podcast, all I could think was about all the millions of times we've gotten together for coffee. And we've started with, how are you? And next thing we know, the bartender's telling us we have to move from our table because <laughs> we've been there for two hours. Can we please go sit at the bar? <laughs> Because we just, the conversation kept evolving and it was always great conversation. So I think you're a great conversationalist. I also think you're a good friend. Hmm, thank you. Yeah. You're a great friend too. That's okay. So that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, when did we reconnect? Okay. So we reconnected at our friend's wedding. Yeah. Was that like five was that years our bachel- ago now? Bachelorette party. 2017, I think. Oh, so almost six. So yeah, over five years ago. Okay. I think that's right. But we met at the bachelorette party, and you were so friendly. We had got so we had gone to high school together. So, um, so well, we got, I graduated with your husband. Yes. And you were a year younger than us. Yes. And we had lots of mutual friends or sure. acquaintances. Yeah. But we never ran in the same crowd. That is true. And then we went to that bachelorette party, and you were super welcoming and warm, and we sat and had conversation until the night was over. That was fun. That was fun. And then I saw you again the following week at the wedding, Mm -hmm. and we sat next to each other, because that's where we were seated. And while we were continuing this really easy conversation, the other couple at the table had said, oh, how great is that that you two were went to high school together and were able to stay in touch this entire time? And then I said, oh, yeah, we did go to high school, but we actually didn't really hang out in high school. And <laughs> Is that when the, they said that's yes, because I was a bitch? Yes, because then their response was, oh, really? How come? And then Tracy says, because I was a bitch. <laughs> and I just let her have that. <laughs> We should probably start um, by warning our listeners that there will be swearing. So if that's not your jam, this might not be for your ears. Or maybe this will be good for you. Maybe you'll recognize that profanity is not always a bad thing. This is true, too. So that's how Natalie and I reconnect. (laughs) The dog. He's such a sweet dog. You guys, he's not really sad. He's just sad that he's not sitting at my feet. Um, so that's how we reconnected. And um, it's interesting because Tracy is um, a single mom. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to two kids, mm-hmm. and she is 100% a career woman. She's, you know, at face value, she's always got her blazer on and super cute shoes and very, very successful. She's checked off a lot of boxes and done a lot of really awesome things. Well, and that's where the name comes from. So sweatpants, blazers, and heels. And so when I think about Natalie, one of my favorite things is that Natalie is always on the go. She has four kids. And she rocks sweatpants like nobody can rock sweatpants. And it's funny because Natalie and her sweatpants, Tracy and her blazer, well, that would be me. I'm Tracy. Me and my blazers. But we both love heels. And we have this collection of heels. Yes. And so that's yeah. That's where the name was from. Yeah. And um, I rock the sweatpants because I just don't care. I need more Natalie in me. I just don't care. And um, my favorite sweatpants, I've got two pairs right now that are my go-tos. The one is from 2003, Gustavus Hockey, Ryan's first year playing at Gustavus, my husband. Um, And the second pair of sweatpants is a pair of bright blue $10 clearance Fruit of the Loom sweatpants from the men's section at Walmart. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> and I think I had an aha moment when I wore those and another clearance item. It was a orange flannel that I purchased at Walmart maybe the same day. And I wore the two of them to the gym. No, I didn't wear them to the gym. That's not true. I went to the gym in something else, probably like a workout pair of leggings and a top or workout top or something but somebody else went to the gym and what they also believed to be a pair of workout pants and a workout top and it was the same blue sweatpants and the orange flannel I didn't know this and so I sent amazing I was one of those people I, I took a picture and I sent it to my sister and I said I have this outfit and my sister responded with well, that looks like a great workout outfit. And I said, yes, but I wear mine to buy groceries in. <laughs> That's what I'm changing into after my workouts. That's amazing. But I just don't have time. I, I'm the kind of person where I love getting dolled up. I love having the heels. I love doing my hair and makeup. I love having my nails done. But I just don't have time because I'm always running for somebody else. You know... That's, you said something, though. I know. I know. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> the, what did you hear? Because I know what I heard. For somebody else. Right. I know. And one of the things that Natalie and I have connected on over the years is we always make time for one another. And so you always make time for things that are important to you. Yep. So this makes me go back to identity because I... You talked about, I am a career-driven human. And I love wearing the power suit, right? So I have the blazer and the heels on, and I'm rocking and rolling and... And you're cute to boot. Getting shit done. Yeah, she's super cute. Always has cute hair. And then I realized, like, I love my work. I love that side of my identity but I think there's a point in which 
that became my identity mm-hmm. instead of remembering like, oh yeah, I'm also a mom. Yeah. That's... Oh yeah, I'm also a partner. Oh yeah, I'm also a daughter and a friend. And those are all those are also identities for other people. So then like figuring out mm-hmm. what's my identity of me. Yeah. No, that's actually really really a great statement because on the flip side I am highly educated mm-hmm. I have plenty of accolades but nobody knows that unless they followed my journey and so what they see is somebody who they see a hot mess and I can't even say I'm a hot mess <laughs> I am a total mess you are not. <laughs> but that's but the it's the juxtaposition is really unique because when they finally have conversation with me, and this is oh. part of what's this is one of our favorite conversations actually. We'll probably come back to this a million times over again because it, it is a part of my identity. This constant conflict mm-hmm. um, when when people recognize that I am so much more than my physical presentation. Um, then there's this like newfounded respect that's delivered to me, which I appreciate, but it also drives me nuts because it's like, what, I wasn't good enough for you the first time? That, I think, is so fascinating because I walk into a room in blazers and heels and the assumption is I got everything together, mm. which is not always the case, mm-hmm. right? I'm the mom who's forgotten to pick my kid up from dance, who's had to like quickly text someone and be like, bye, I forgot, can you go grab her? I am often the like fly in and okay, what are we doing? And luckily I'm really quick on my feet, so that's always worked for me. Well, but and because you're... of that presentation, I'm not questioned. Exactly. Whereas when I'm running in hurriedly, because I had three other people I had to get to places or take care of or somebody had a blowout or the dog ran away or the water heater broke and I'm responsible for making sure that someone's here to have it repaired and I'm wearing my sweatpants, there is judgment cast, right? Like she can't get it together. It's really interesting. I don't know. I don't know what we take from that other than I know that that's just my that's just reality hopefully listeners are able to to hear those words and think maybe i shouldn't be so quick to judge well and that what's the age-old adage of don't judge a book by its cover right yes there's so many layers of my life and we'll probably unpack some of that on this fabulous show and then there's aspects of your life that you mentioned that people don't see outside of that initial impression right outside of that initial look and so what really is underneath or when you open the book what's really written within the pages is so much more than just the cover of the book yeah Hmm. so do you think people are always doing the best that they can oh i think that whether they realize it or not sure they are they're maybe not the Maybe the best they can at that moment. Because life is hard. And sometimes it's just survival mode. Well, I think that's the lesson I have to continue to learn over and over and over. That, okay, you are imperfect. 
Mm -hmm. and you do only have so many minutes in a day and at the end of the day I'm doing the best I can and that's okay Mm -hmm. yeah I would have to agree Um, one thing that I've had to be more mindful of lately or I've not had to but one thing I've asked myself to be be more mindful of lately is instead of saying it just needed to be done Instead, switching it to say, um, what could you do? So for let me give a different example. Um, my kids will say, well, I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings. Okay. But were you trying to be kind? Because those are two very different things. For sure. One requires more effort than others. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings. Well, that doesn't require any energy. Mm-hmm. Were you trying to be kind? That does require you to do a little bit more. And that's then when we when you ask, are people always doing the best they can? I do think just getting through the moment for a lot of people is the best they can. But at what point can we ask people to try a little more? I, know I say that very, very daily, carefully. I know this is my daily struggle. Yeah. With myself and with other people. Yeah, I have to be. I have to say it carefully because I can ask that of myself a million times over, and I don't know if I can give anything more some days. Right. Yeah, and I. <laughs> and I think there's days I can. I just choose not to. Mm-hmm. Right, because that that survival too. Yeah. That you can run and run and run, and then some days. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. And that's the best I got today. Yeah. So if we were to say, who are you? <laughs> you know, you said you you have all these different roles. What would you, how would you answer that question? How would you answer who you are? I don't know yet. So... So, full disclosure, I'm going to be 40 at the end of the month, and I don't exactly know how to answer that question, because I think so much of my identity has been wrapped up in other people's labels for me. Mm. Yeah, do you think that's, this is another topic that we need to dive into deeper on a different recording, but... Um, do you think that any of that is connected to the fact that you're a girl <laughs> and we grew up in a, the generation Absolutely. in which we grew up in was very much, you are a girl yes. and this is the expectation. Yes. And nobody told us that we needed to play house, but there was an expectation. But there was a double standard too. Of success. Yeah. Sure. That you can be successful, but you still have to keep a house, and you still have to make the meals, and you still need to make sure that everything else gets done, right? Yeah. You can't just do the career, or you can't just... Yeah. So there's a lot. Yes, we'll unpack that at another time. But yeah, I think that's a really... That is a very real piece of that question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that society would still love you even if you didn't meet the expectations? Or still embrace you or take you in? Well, I don't really care if society does. I have my group of people that would love me anyways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So there you but go. But that's the shift. It's not yeah. about societal expectations. It's about my yeah. own yeah. values and, and expectations. It is really hard. I remember when Ryan started residency and being told that there was an expectation that because I was married to somebody in a specific profession that I was expected to not wear sweatpants to the grocery store. That was really that was really hard for me. And I think it's so much more than the sweatpants to the grocery store. And that's how it comes out. Right? Like that's that's what people are okay saying, even if there's more underlying that message. Yeah. That's it. We should write that down. We should talk about this next time too. This is good stuff. Okay, so Okay, so who are you? Who am I? Well, I am a mom. And that pretty much defines me. And um, after that, I'm a wife. And I feel like everything I do revolves around those two roles. And if you if you know me, aside from this podcast, and as you get to hear more from me, you'll discover that those things are, are very true. Um, we have four kids, and my day revolves around who I'm getting where and who needs what for me, and then just stressing, have I done enough for them? I'm, I'm very much, I do things for people. You are I'm a, giver. a giver. Oh my gosh, are you a giver. It is your greatest strength, and sometimes your biggest weakness. Yeah. And we've talked about that. We'll unpack that someday too. Natalie the giver. Yeah. Well, just because I think so many people can relate to that, right? Which maybe goes back to gender roles. And as the female, you're supposed to be the caretaker and you're supposed to be the giver and you're not supposed to put yourself first. You're supposed to put everyone else first. Well, I also wonder maybe not even gender roles. I'm sure that's true, but I know plenty of spouses where the roles are shifted, like reversed, and they are looking for ways also to constantly give back. Um, I think I'm also an, uh, I don't want to say overachiever, but maybe that's the only term I can come up with. Tracy's nodding her head. She's like, yep, you're right. (laughs) Um, And so so I feel like I have to, in these roles that I do have, I have to give more and more and more because that's just my personality. Um, So I was just having this conversation with my partner. And I don't think I'm a competitive person. <laughs> he thinks otherwise. Okay, but now... Is... And I said, let's define competition. Yes. You're because very competitive with yourself. I don't need to win. Like, if I'm playing a game with my family, I don't need to win. If I... Well, I don't run. I was going to say if I was going to run a marathon. I don't run. So that's a bad example. <laughs> But I, again, it's not about winning for me. But what you just said is very true. Like I compete with myself. Yes, I also think that you like to prove yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, and that. That's the blazers and heels, baby. But is that the same as being competitive? (laughs) I mean, if you're proving yourself, are you competing? No, because I don't want to put other people down. Like, I don't want other people to lose in that process. I know. I just want to play the game where everybody wins, but I get the respect. Yes. Okay, and not saying more respect than 
than them, but I want people to no, respect like mutual me. Respect. Yeah, like yeah, oh. regardless yeah. of yeah, yeah, regardless of the things. Did I ever t- tell you? I still to this day don't know who sent it. There was a random day when my son was playing. Oh, I don't know what sport it was. At that point, he was playing football, basketball, and baseball. So I don't know. It all blurred together. But I got this Amazon package at my house, and I did not order it. Um, I went back through my orders thinking, like, did I accidentally order this? Like, this is not something I would order. But it was a t-shirt, and it said, I just hope everyone has fun. And I was like, but that's totally me. As the mom, I'm just like, I hope everybody has a great time. Okay. Like, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. Okay, did everybody have fun? Did everybody learn something? Mm-hmm. And it was, now all of a sudden, there's this t-shirt at my house. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to admit this, but I'm going to admit it. Um, I always tell my kids. Did you send it? No, I didn't. I didn't send it. Um, I always tell my kids, as soon as it, as soon as it stops being, being fun, oh my gosh, as soon as it stops being fun... We're done. Because what's the point if we can't enjoy it, right? Like, even if it requires hard work, Mm -hmm. you still need to enjoy it. I agree. Okay? And so um, I put my kids out there. They do their things. And before each event in which they have to perform or compete or whatever, I say, have so much fun. Mm -hmm. And when Ryan would go and play hockey before each game, even as a 22-year-old collegiate athlete I would say have so much fun but then my heart just bleeds for them the entire time right like I just want them to have all the all the success in the world at that point not because I'm a competitive person although I I am a competitive person but that's another conversation (laughs) not because I want them to win but because I don't want them to not have fun did did you follow that oh absolutely I agree wholeheartedly as a mom, I want my kids to have fun. And I also want my kids to learn failure. Right. Well, and, and it's- so I don't I don't need them to win all the time. I don't need them to be the best at everything. And I go back to myself and I I would agree. I'm a highly competitive person with myself, but I am not a competitive person with others I am much more of a lift everyone up around me Mm -hmm. and see other people's strengths that they maybe don't even see in themselves yes yeah well (laughs) that makes me think I had a colleague who we always called Pollyanna because I mean truly she could spin everything and always find the positive things and it's interesting, just recently, I had a different colleague say to me, Tracy, do you want to know your superpower? She's like, you find a solution to every problem. Hmm. And it was so interesting to me because I think the Pollyanna colleague and I have a similar mindset in that, all right, we're going to be optimistic. We're going to ha- have that growth mindset. We're going to find the solution. But that doesn't mean we walk around like unicorns and rainbows because there's so much more to it than just like everything's unicorn and rainbows. Nope, some days are real hard and some moments are teaching you lessons that you might not even know until years and years from now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I just think, I mean, that's another idea of just like that topic of optimism and how optimism is often misunderstood as constantly being positive and only seeing the good, which I think there's more to it than that. Oh, for sure. I think optimistic people, they can be negative. <laughs> I mean, they have, I think they're real. Well, right. well, and there's realists too. Maybe I'm just a realist. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're definitely an optimist um, for for reasons you've already shared, but also because of things you'll say like, well, I'm just going to assume that there was positive intent, right? I've had to learn that lesson many, many times. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so we're both moms. We both are working on ourselves. Every day. Every day. <laughs> we're both products of society. Absolutely. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. We're both optimistic. We're both in relationships. We're both in relationships. We're both educated. Mm-hmm. And I still go back to how many people from the outside looking in wouldn't necessarily see the two of us as friends. It's so funny um, because multiple times as of late, people have made comments like, oh, I didn't realize you guys were were close. <laughs> um Whereas I guarantee you that if I was walking around with some mascara on, or maybe even working, it would have been a different, there would be less surprise. I've just always said there are way more similarities between Natalie and I than there are differences. Our stories just are told differently and they show up differently just because of our our current reality right i love to say we all have the same story just different details Mm, yeah right we Mm -hmm. all have struggles we all have moments of of weakness and and uh fear we all need help and we all have days when we win and things that we're passionate about so yes so we you and i have lots of commonalities Mm mm-hmm and I think that we're very relatable with the rest of the world as well. Absolutely. Regardless. So, you know, you might be sitting here in your car listening to us or at home or... Or on a walk. On a walk or doing housework. If that's the case, you need to join us someday and tell me how to motivate myself to do housework. <laughs> um, but I hope that you hear something in our in our in our message in our podcast in our yeah in our voices today something that you can relate to and yeah. whether that's sharing a, a a definition right a mom uh, or if it's more connecting on the level of various themes and topics and both the wins and the struggles mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to unpack all those it's gonna be good it's exciting. It is. Well, and at the end of the day, I think <laughs> I think one thing, well, maybe a couple promises. Number one, we talked about this before, but number one, there will be swearing. And the reason for that is number two, we will keep it real. This is not um, this is not unicorns and rainbows, nor is it doom and gloom, right? Like I think 
the thing I appreciate most about your friendship is I can have a real bad day and I can call and you will always provide a different perspective for me to consider or just happily sit with me in a bad day and be like, all right. <laughs> like that one day you called me and you were upset and I was upset and I was like, well, we're both upset. <laughs> You're not alone. There's the positive. There You're is. not alone. I know. You're not alone. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something to you about... Oh, we'll talk about sex. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm big into listening to things with my kids. If that's something that you're concerned about, here's your warning. Well, and we'll give a disclaimer. Like, before before an episode, if there's something that's not appropriate for kids, it so would be... So, these, these episodes are all going to be... Let's just say they're R-rated. <laughs> they're well, just R-rated. not R-rated. Sure it was, for use of profanity and... Um, I think that's like PG-13. Ratings are real interesting these days. PG-13? Uh-huh. How about... Okay. Okay, sure. Today's episode is only PG-13 because we just used like two <laughs> a swear few, words. A few. That's like a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode was PG. <laughs> oh. But yeah, and then um, what other promises are we making? Let's not make too many promises. No, I think that was it. I think them. it was just two. I think it was... No, three. One, there will be par- profanity. Yep. Two, two, we'll keep it real. And three, we talk about sex. Oh, yeah. Because sex is normal. Oh, there's so many things we need to normalize. Sex yeah. is one of them. For yeah. sure. <laughs> We've got a lot of things we have to tackle. I know. Shake it on the world, one podcast at a time. It's right? like Bill and Ted. Should that be our catchphrase? Bill and Ted. <laughs> no, not Bill and Ted. <laughs> Excellent adventure. <laughs> no, taking on the world, one podcast at a time. Sure. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, we'll get to it. We're we'll, gonna. We'll get there. We're gonna workshop it. Sweatpants. Blazers and heels and heels. I love that. I, I know. Love, I love you. Love you too. Thanks for listening. <laughs>